They're not going to want to eat the best meat. They're going to want to eat the sexiest person. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. episode of Calling Monroe. Uh, I'm joined here in the frigid north, as always, by my funny little friend, Gucci Mane. Gucci, how are you feeling? I'm okay. Just okay. Yeah, it's Sunday. Yeah, this might be the latest we've ever recorded the podcast, right? It's 4.30 on a Sunday, and it releases in 12 hours. Yeah. So uh, we should probably call Monroe ASAP just so that we can get this done before it's meant to release. Yeah. All right, baby. Let's uh, let's call Monroe. Hey, dudes. Oh, hey, dude. What's Hi. up? Hey, long time no listen. Absolutely. Uh, what's up? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm in in sunny Copenhagen, where it's always dark and cold. Nice. Were you expecting a phone caller? No. Yeah, we just figured we'd uh we'd call Monroe. So, uh, what's up, man? Not much. <laughs> Good, uh, good. You're still, a, you're still a father? I am. Did you get a, a nice eight hours of sleep last night? No, I did not. Mm. One of the worst nights, I think, since uh, since he was born. Oh, really? Why? Well, he's had a f- big fever. He had the big fever. Mm. And um, we, my, me and my wife, we, we had the big sad about it. Ah. Is it co- COVID? No, I don't think so. Do because babies? I'm fine. Mm. My brother actually just before just before we uh, started recording this, I saw he messaged me saying that he has been in close contact with someone who is infected. Oh my god! Oh no! Have uh, we all you? been in close contact someone with someone who's affected? Um, infected? Infected or affected? I guess they both work. It's probably not me because, as far as I know, I'm not infected or affected. But if someone has been infected and it's done, mm. you have been in contact with someone that. Has been infected. I'm assuming. I'm assuming this person infected. Yeah. I'm assuming this person was infectious. Not while I met her, I think. No, but my brother's human. Whoever that human may be, God rest their soul, or or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord, Uh, the big fever isn't the big fever uh, puberty. Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) I hope he didn't have the big fever because he's only one. No, he's definitely <laughs> not going through puberty. I think I would notice. But uh, it would be pretty cool if he was. Isn't it a thing where uh, puberty yeah. sort of globally has been, it's uh, becoming earlier and earlier? Yeah, it's right? because of the hormones yeah. in the milk or something, right? Um, it's I the mean, hormones in the, in the, in the pork <laughs> that we eat. Let's see. Let's go go earlier. Precocious puberty is early puberty. So that's when they... So puberty starts on average in girls between ages 8 and 13 and between boys is 9 and 14. Mm-hmm. 8 seems young. Yeah. Like Yeah, that's pretty young. I cared about yeah. nothing more than Pokémon when I was Definitely 8. Definitely just I a think. child. Yeah. 8 is still solidly a child. I yeah. mean, you can't really argue 
Even though they've gone through puberty, that it's not a child. Yeah, you give an eight-year-old like children's toys. I mean, they're one hundred percent just a child. Yeah, yeah. there's just nothing. a small child. I mean, they're very young. <laughs> they can be good at shit though. Like they can be good at uh, chess, and they can be like Mozart. I yeah, guess. they can play the piano like nobody mm. else. Uh, they can they can be good at sports. Like if you're if you're not incredible by like age eight, you're probably never going to become like a world class footballer, for example, right? You know, mm. I had the idea that. Um, I was thinking to myself, how can I make some money off my son? Mm. <laughs> Because after all, I mean, he's an investment. Of course, of course. And I had the thought that I could create the Magnus Carlsen, parentheses, the world famous chess player. Uh. He's a triple world champion. Yeah, he's really know. good. He's exceptional, and he's also just quick sidebar because I mentioned football just a second ago. Not only is he a triple world champion uh, reigning in chess, he's also. At least a year ago, he was number one in Premier League fantasy football out of like seven million players. So he's also not just good at that, but the world's best. Yeah, this guy's <laughs> annoying. But um, so I thought maybe I can create the Magnus Carlsen of darts. Hmm. Because That's there's smart. so much money in darts. Apparently, I mean, I don't know the first thing about <laughs> darts, but people have told me that there's money in darts. Okay. And I figured that if he started training at three, is that mm-hmm. a safe then- toy? Yeah, because he throws it at other people. Nothing safe is ever worth anything. <laughs> But it's also darts are safe for your child because he's not going to hurt himself. Yeah, he's going to have to hurt other people potentially. The, you don't care about that. I feel like it's a pretty low risk sport to be honest, Guillaume. Yeah. Okay. But um, I figured I could create the Magnus Carlsen of darts. I mean, he would just become world champion at twelve, and I would be his manager <laughs> and take a modest fee of a ninety nine percent. Yeah. Well, the ba- the good thing is that if he all the money he earns before he's like financially independent or whatever, so eighteen to whatever, or probably depending on country, ranging somewhere between like fifteen and twenty one, that money is still basically yours. Yeah, it's and my you can money, just right? Take yeah, yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be my money. I mean, his winnings are mine. I I won. Yeah, there's you. Yeah, because I set this point, whole thing up. Yeah, at that point he's not an individual. He's like he's just an extension of you that you he, can do with whatever you please. Exactly. He, he wouldn't like exist in, without you. He wouldn't exist without you. That's he the couldn't first thing. He, he couldn't exist without me, and he couldn't do this without my pressuring him. Yeah. <laughs> so I would be entitled to that money. Yeah. The problem I have with darts is that the dudes. Uh, I've never seen a female dart player, so I'm sorry if I'm not speaking about them. But the dudes that I've seen play darts are all horrible. They're fat. They're drinking beer the whole time, and they have like outrageous mohawks and shit. They like think they're rock stars, but they are. They play darts. But there were actually yeah. a woman that took part in that world championship like two years ago or something. Sequoia knows more than us. Absolutely. Was she good? Yeah, she got like you. You can Google this. Female darts player. Yeah, I feel like, it. Okay, there's. T- I was gonna say when I googled female darts player, I really felt like I was being a piece of shit because I'm assuming there's one, <laughs> yeah. but uh, there's a there's a ton, including Fallon Sherrock, which is just not. That's like a Monroe Moffat level name. She's an English professional darts player, plays in the World Darts Federation events. Okay, the Women's World's Dart Championship. Yeah, so they do. Why do they gender divide it? But her they, nickname is Queen of the Palace, which is pretty dope. She was actually taking part at the point. The thing I'm talking about, she was taking part playing with men. Yeah, she uh, here it says in the 2020 Premier League darts, <laughs> she took she uh, she took part as a challenger and she drew against Glenn Durant. Yeah, you could do that with your son. You know, the only thing we need to know is what the winnings are. 
there's two things we need to know. First, we, we need to know what the winnings are in darts. And then the second, before I Google this, I both I want you both to guess, what is, how much do you think like a top, a high-end darts set costs? No board, just darts. Just darts? Yeah, just a, like your high-end darts. How many darts. darts are in a set? Three darts? Not just one dart. It's no, got to be more it, than one it's dart. It's either three or six, I, I would assume, like that you're one buying. one exquisite dart. <laughs> Made by some tribe. Made by a blind <laughs> nun who was kidnapped by gypsies. <laughs> uh, what darts championship if, winnings. Are you talking about one dart? No, I'm, a set of darts. One it's that not. you would take to your championship. You have them in your I little case. Let's say three to six darts. I don't know. The winner's prize money was 500,000 pounds. The most uh, valuable of currencies. Besides Bitcoin. <laughs> then, of course, if it, if it was 500,000 Bitcoins. Then I would kill anyone to get that. I would be very <laughs> impressed. If, Fi he, if he won 500,000 Bitcoins for me, I think I would love him. So more. that's the World Championship <laughs> of Darts. 500,000 pounds prize money. What, you, what is the chess equivalent in prize money? Do you think it's higher, lower, or, more, or the same? Lower. Don't they make most of their money through like really awkward sponsorships like magnus is sponsored by hugo boss is or he? something yeah, i yeah. would love to see him sponsored by like fleshlight <laughs> <laughs> i mean it seems like that could make sense <laughs> magnus carlson uh seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars and the loser will take home five hundred thousand dollars so like oh. even if you just showing up that's half a million in the bank that's like <laughs> when mcgregor fought uh yeah. mayweather i mean what's his net worth isn't that sort of Magnus Carlsen net worth eight million dollars. That's not bad. <clears throat> I mean, it's a lot of dedication. It's pretty good, but it's a decent amount of quiche. It's 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 a lot of money. Let's just say it's a lot of money. Yeah. So he is a uh, current world champion. He's a two-time world rapid chess champion and a four-time world blitz chess champion. At that point, it's not a fluke. I think he is good at every. He's very good. <laughs> you don't now become I wanna these know things that randomly. Price. I want to know the price of the darts. Yeah, I want you to guess. You oh, guys yeah. haven't guessed. How much high is high end darts set? How are you gonna? What are you gonna Google if I figure this out? Okay, I'm gonna I say know. how many darts in a set. First of all, in we a need professional a professional set. Three darts in a set. Oh, uh, a set of three darts, either soft tipped or steel tipped. We're always going steel tipped. I think I would always go for yeah. steel tipped. And you're gonna want steel that's made like you want German made. Yeah, yeah, Deutsch, Deutsch Stahl. So, uh, go, you go into a, you go to a, a website, a, a specialized darts retailer online, mm -hmm. and you pick out the best consumer grade dart set, basically, not one that like you need to order specifically from Adidas or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever the equivalent in the dart world is. What do you think the price is? I'm gonna say that a high end amateur dart set is about $200. Okay, good on. I'm talking really high-end. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no clue. Uh, maybe I would say double that. Okay, so the the most expensive darts in the world cost a bit over $4,000. They're made of solid gold. That's bullshit. You yeah, would never... That's just... That's just, uh, that's, just uh, that's just bullshit. Yeah, 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 I mean, that's redonkulous. Here's someone asking on Reddit about expensive darts, and he's saying... They're just so expensive. My darts cost twenty to thirty. These are closer to a hundred. Yeah, what do this? All three, mm. probably all three, right? Yeah, yeah, it must be. So someone has a hundred dollar set of Barracuda darts they love. So I'm guessing, yeah, two hundred dollars is probably a. Uh, mm -hmm. That's fine. I can, I can, I can buy him a set of two hundred dollar darts. I, I think you should buy him these. Uh, on investment of five hundred thousand. 
Why don't you buy him these piranhas that this guy's talking about that are around $40 but are 90% tungsten? I mean, if he's good enough, I'll buy him those. <laughs> if they're 90% tungsten, they're really pretty them. good. And here someone says, my darts were $7. They're pretty good. I mean, that's probably fair, right? Mm. They're I probably mean, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, $7 for a box of darts sounds sounds fine. I'd pay that for a box of darts. I had this, uh, actually, this exact same thought process as you, but not with regards to my hypothetical offspring, but myself. So mm. a few years ago... So you're finally going to apply yourself, huh? Absolutely. Now, a few years ago, I thought to myself, I'm mid-20s now, like 25 or whatever. Mm. How do I make the Olympics? You can't. I can't. Well, this is my thought process. There must be a way to make the Olympics, just so that I can introduce myself as an Olympian. But you want to be an actual Olympian. You don't want to go like some obscure Olympics. No, I want to go to the actual Olympics, the Summer Olympics or the Winter Olympics. Uh, I think like Winter Olympics is fine. Yeah. Sh shooting like that gun where they stand in. No, the they're so good at that, man. And you have to do like, a oh, no, not the ski that you're talking about. Just the pistol one. Yeah, pistol. There was that Icelandic guy who competed in that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't, I don't but I thought they've been shooting since they were like two years old. Yeah. I thought maybe curling because I think I reckon I could make the Icelandic curling team just because no one curls in Iceland, I think. But it oh. isn't. But then the Icelandic it, curling team has to make the Olympics. I know. But yeah. that like, I think that there's a possibility there. I could make the team and the team could make the Olympics and we could but, do poorly, but we'd be there. But the thing is, you have to, I, I think there's some kind of like intuition over that you get over a long time how the ice works you know the but i'm from ice land <laughs> i mean listen yeah. to yourself <laughs> this man i was born, in the, born ice. in the ice <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i feel like that i i chose that one as my, my do you think anything's gonna come up if we google easiest olympic event yeah try <laughs> this is the episode where we google things uh if you started training today someone there we go someone thought exactly like me Hi, Ragnar Peter Christensen, Olympian, <laughs> PhD Olympian. Okay, so they're saying, yeah, absolutely, that would be great. So apparently they ranked it from easiest to hardest, and the easiest they put is archery or shooting. No, I don't think that's true. No. I think archery is, is actually difficult. First of all, in order to become a good archer, you have to spend the first 15 years of your life being a, a hyper nerd outcast, don't yes. you? Yeah. And I've already <laughs> not done that. One. You have to be bullied. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be bullied a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't done sailing that. is also Sa I think you either have to come disgustingly from disgustingly hard sailing you either have to be actually rich or you have to come from a family that like likes to think of themselves as coming from rich backgrounds mm -hmm. or you have to do it by necessity yeah you have to go to Cambridge <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, rhythmic gymnastics Soccer is not true. Eight on the list. Eighth yeah. on the list is soccer. That's, that's definitely not true. I think that's because they there's like a, I don't know if it's a rule or an unspoken rule where they don't send their proper national teams. They send like under twenty ones mm. or something. So, so but that, even that so, it's extremely you're, hard. You're not under twenty one. No, exa exactly. So then it'd be even harder. Plus, all these under twenty ones are already like world class. Mm -hmm. Fencing, synchronized swimming is not easy. No, and then this uh, number four is modern pentathlon. You have to do five different events. That what can't the events be the easiest. Guillaume, guess for me the the events in a pentathlon. <laughs> pentathlon. Uh, running, swimming, bicycle. Uh, You're two, not going to guess. No, the, so the two, their swimming is there. That's true. Mm. Uh, in the 2000 Summer Olympics, the 300 meter freestyle was reduced to 200 meters. Okay. 
Swimming is hard. You were a swimmer, Oli. I was a swimmer. Swimming is really, really hard. Like my sister was a swimmer competitively for a bit, and she's like 10 years younger than me. And I remember there was a time when she was still basically a child, and I was a fully grown man, and she would just absolutely smoke me. No effort. Mm. In, in the pool. Yeah. Mm. It's a it's a problem. You would do like one or two laps of, uh, what's it called? The freestyle, whatever. And I would be exhausted. And then she would do like 20 more. That's what's so mind blowing is that if people don't know how to swim and then they go, they jump in the pool and they're going to swim back and forth in an Olympic pool, which is 50 meters across, back and forth, 100 meters, front crawl, which is mm. sometimes also called freestyle. Mm. Freestyle is technically, though, you can swim whatever you want. But this is just the fastest. This is just the most efficient and fastest. Yeah. Is the crawl. And at the end of it, you are just exhausted. You like you have fatigue. Mm. Yes. Have you seen this? I I, I don't think you have seen it. But there was like BBC made a documentary like 15 years ago or something where they where they they got this tribe from Papua New Guinea Mm. come come to the US. They invited them there nay, to the UK to the UK they invited them there and then they were like showing them around the UK and then they went gol- to golfing uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then they were like teaching them yeah you do this you put you use this stick and this ball and you get it into that hole and then we're like oh and then they did it they were really good at golfing yeah it just went straight into the hole mm-hmm. and they were like oh this is a fun game and they were like you are extremely good and they had <laughs> never heard about this game before and the thing was because they, in their tribe, the young these these were like young men, and also the women could do this. They hunt alligators and and crocodiles, and and they're like all of them have six pack and stuff like that. Okay, so, I do that. Yeah. And so they seem to have like they have the knowledge to do this without they're having to know the sport. Yeah, good at sports basically. This is the thing, right? Where people. Uh... People can, there's like, I don't know if we've talked about this before. Being good at one thing within like a domain predisposes you to being good at other things. Like if you're already good at sports, you're probably going to be good at a new sport. Just like if you are smart at like, if you're intelligent in one domain, then chances are that's just going to transfer to another domain and you're still going to be better than most people. Is that because you're actually utilizing the knowledge gleaned from one domain in another domain, or is it just a prior? Because you're good at something, it's already sort of uh, predicts that you're just good. Isn't this what you just said about the the chess player? Yeah, he's good at one thing. He's also good at fantasy football. Yeah, Yeah, because he's he's good at like pattern matching, I guess. Yeah. Or like pattern recognition. So good athletes are always good at other sports because they're just good athletes. Yeah, man, that makes sense because being a good athlete is like you, you have, have to have a proprioception and you have good coordination and you have a good and you're strong and fast metabolic. you're strong and fast <laughs> and deep so strong <laughs> and fast and hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think it's it's probably a complex interplay if you will uh but to answer your question Guillaume, the uh, in a pentathlon it's shooting swimming fencing equestrian which is horses oh. and cross-country running um, the cross country running is three thousand meters. Well, is this a thing that is always competed in? Uh, apparently, yeah. I have never heard about this. There's an international Nobody modern pentathlon union. Of course, of course. Interesting. And why would they fit these sports together? Because you people don't care enough. It sounds random. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you want to? Do you really care about these different things? Do you want to watch just the shooting or just the swimming? Or 
I find the Olympics boring as fuck. I'm going to throw that out there. There are very few events at the Olympics which are actually interesting. I have, I think, a world-changing and world-improving idea, and that's to completely overhaul the Olympics and get rid of pretty much every single event and replace them with the everyman's things, like uh, just taking a tennis ball and throwing it as far as you can. Like, fuck the the <laughs> shot put in the discus or whatever. Just use like a something that everyone has. And you just got to throw that shit. And none of these weird techniques, you just overhand, just throw it. But this is what CrossFit is. <laughs> <laughs> and they you should do it naked. You should games. do it naked, isn't it? Yeah, of course naked. But CrossFit sort of, but CrossFit also has these like like kettlebells. Fuck kettlebells. They're weird. No, man. No, because they're not natural. I want like, I want something that you're going to dig up like from your couch, like a tennis ball or a frisbee, this sort of shit. And you're just going to throw it hard? Just throw it as hard as you can, just as far as you can, as fast as you can <laughs> you're basically describing the crossfit games though where where people go to compete and they don't know what the events are yeah that's a big part of the crossfit games you just get some random events i like oh. that though that's also good just be good at shit like they're tapping into this if you're good at one thing you have to be good at it all or like you might be better at it all you have to be the ultimate athlete you have to be the very best like no one ever was yeah. to catch <laughs> them is your real test and yeah. to train them is your cause yeah, exactly yeah exactly they should have a world they should have pokemon in the olympics no <laughs> yeah they should no but i i genuinely think this or like that carnival game where you have like a a bean sack and you have to throw it at stacked cans i want that to be an olympic sport <laughs> ah yes now it's time for the event uh, the the bean sack event but i they, i don't want them to have a good name for it either it should be it should be called bean sacks it should be called the event where you throw the bean sack at the stacked cans. Have you guys seen the show called Taskmaster? No. No. I think you've mentioned it, though, at least to yeah, me. Yeah, I think I mentioned it. it. It's like a British reality show, in a way. It, it's the same, like, there are, like, some famous comedians that come together and do something once a week. And mm. it's, like, a random tasks. Five random tasks in, okay. the, in the series. And then they get, like, points. And after the ten show, ten episodes, there is a winner. Mm. And this is exactly like this. They just get random stuff. It, it, I like that. Like one was like, what, how many beans is the circumference of a caravan? Mm. This brings us nicely, actually. I'm going to segue immediately. Uh, Olaf, the burger himself, he is a self-described statistician because he is, in fact, a fully qualified professional statistician. Am I right? Indeed. Mm. I want you to talk us through the now that Monroe isn't here to laugh and complain about us talking about this. I want you to to talk about the wisdom of crowds no, and the fact no, that if you get no. if you get large <laughs> numbers of people to guess at something they don't really know, uh, then the average is going to tend towards the correct answer. This is, as far as I know, not not nothing. But I guess it is sort of surprising that that's how it actually does work. It's just that the same number of people tend to grossly underestimate. As the number of people that yeah, grossly but, overestimate. Mm-hmm. But and it seems to work pretty reliably. It seems to... I, I'm, I guess it can work in many, many things, but it cannot be if no one has no knowledge of it. No, I, think so, we should, I think we should explain what this is. So the simplest sort of implementation of the wisdom of the crowd is if... Beans you, in a jar, right? Beans in yeah, a jar. Yeah, and yeah, you have yeah, like exactly. a sort of a translucent jar full of an X number of beans, and you have 50 people take the jar and then make a guess. I guess they have to look yeah, at the jar. That makes yeah. sense, and, actually. And they have to guess how many beans are in the jar. And if you take the average, 
of all mm. the guesses, then you actually usually you get very close to the actual number of beans in the jar. Whereas that no, I can like, that I can agree on. Yeah, that's that, what that's, the wisdom of the crowd is. So you guys were always, I think, on purpose trying to misconstrue the point. So no, what but you, you guys, were too open. You were no, really no, no, open no, no, about no. it. So what you guys were, we were talking like, about hammering. the size of an atom. We were talking about the size of an atom, and you wanted to make that people could guess the size of an atom, and then they would. I think people, uh, people with like a f some uh, very rudimentary education within that field. Look at this. It's a picture of an atom. Yeah, but that would it? be very few. Yeah, but you guys were very much sort of harping on about this, the fact that you could take a fully, like, I've, random I've, piece of knowledge and have people just guess at no, it and learn everything about the universe. That's but not you, the But you actually were, you were claiming that. No, I've said, I explicitly have now in, like, four different episodes said no. So we're putting that to bed now. <laughs> Ole is making me correct. Also me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are. You're that was also correct. right. That was also right. Can we agree that Monroe is wrong? I think no. he, it sounds like he was no. pretty wrong. Monroe no. is Monroe is just a doctor. No, I, I usually agree with Monroe. So. No, man. No, but I mean, this is, I mean, is this actually interesting? This wisdom of the crowd thing. People just tend to, if you take an average of the guesses, then it tends to line up with what's actually how many beans are actually in the jar. But I think the implementation of it reliably is pretty limited. It's in these situations yeah. where people have something in front of them, yeah. and they have to make a semi-educated guess. Educated yeah. in the sense that they have it in front of them and they sort of they can look at it. It it does translate yeah. like this. Essentially, the same concept translates to uh, surveys. So I think Monroe has gone on about surveys being shit. But if you have a large enough number of people, you see the same sort of effect. Where if you have if you have a survey asking people like how tall are you or whatever, then if you have a very small sample size, you, it might be very biased. But as soon as you have a survey of like a million people, all the the Bullshit is basically going to filter itself out. Yeah, it definitely gonna... depends on like what the po how big the population is you're drawing from. But I mean, that's the biggest problem with surveys is bias. Yeah, because you like take if you're like going to call like people. I mean, the simplest example is you're going to take a survey of what people are going to vote for in the next presidential election, and you call everybody by phone, then automatically you're mostly reaching senior people because they're the yeah. only ones who have landlines. Yeah. Mm. So bias is like the biggest issue. Word. But like one thing, like if you're guessing like this, if someone said, yeah, he's one kilometer tall, then of course he's like, that's nonsense. So it's it's unlikely that someone would guess that high in that scenario. Well, yeah, absolutely. You are sort of assuming that people are not fully insane. <laughs> yeah. But I think people have to have some sense of perspective of what they're looking at, right? Yeah. You can't just yeah. show them a picture of a mountain and guess how high it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How tall it is, I guess. Uh, you could, if you, I think, if you showed them a mountain, you wouldn't uh, say hundred kilometers tall. No, exactly. No, no, you wouldn't say a million, but you also wouldn't say ten meters. I think if you got people to guess how tall Mount Everest was, for example, then. Yeah, but I'm thinking that maybe they have to have some sort of idea. Yeah, they might. They have to be able to put it in perspective. They I think might so, have to like, have Mount Everest as its perspective. They know maybe. that it's ten kilometers, and then you know. Is it ten kilometers? It's yeah, like nine. That's so big, isn't it? Eight point nine. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it under nine? Yeah, it yes, is. Yes, 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 we're taking bets. According exactly. to the internet, it's, it's, it's eight point eight four eight. So it actually so rounds down to eight point eight. <laughs> so close. I said eight point nine. Wasn't it something about uh, there was some mountain where some dudes were like shoveling dirt onto the top of it to grow an extra meter to set some sort of record? Wasn't this a thing? So that's just that's just cheating in the mountaineering world. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, don't do that. You first can't of all. do that. The world's uh, tallest landfill. 
I think you've, if you if you if you're shoveling dirt onto the top of the mountain to set a record, I think you've lost sight of what mountaineering is all about. <laughs> I mean, you're just a shitty mountaineer at that point, right? You can just go fuck yourself. I agree. I agree. Like, imagine was it not like the mountain had the height of it had decreased because of like some oh because of erosion or something. Or something? Oh. Yeah, and then they had then they added to keep it the same amount that it was. Don't do that. I think it was something like that. So this is something that I feel as well about. Uh, when people are preserving things like the the Notre Dame, what about the uh, food? No, I don't feel like this about preserving <laughs> food because that's different. Oh, okay. You're not preserving food for posterity. You're preserving it for yourself to eat slightly later that, that, in the grand yeah, scheme of things. And, yeah, and for umami, and for umami, and and yeah, and for but, developing deeper umami flavors. Yeah, yeah, the tannins or something. Yeah, that you know, tang. Absolutely. So what I'm actually talking about is. Like the Notre Dame, right? It burnt. Can you uh, can you pr- can you pronounce that properly, please? Notre Dame. Thank you. The Notre Dame. Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame. They say that in the states. Don't they? There's like a University of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So it got fucked by fire. It burned. It it singed ever so grossly, and then they wanted to like rebuild and restore. Mm. I'm not sure I agree with that, right? Surely you should, the historical value is now in the fact that it's burnt, isn't it? Just like with this mountain, the like mountaineering value of this mountain is now that it's a different height than it used to be. You feel me, son? Yeah, that's exactly what the um, the mountaineers lost sight but, of. But yeah. should, they, should they preserve, like, make sure that art pieces do not, like, break down, put oil on them? And- uh, I think it's... Sort of, it depends. So, like, is it Lenin or is it Stalin? Who, which one is it? It's Lenin, right? It's preserved. Yes. Yeah. The the one that looks that like the literal the devil. Thing. He's he his body is pres- so. I don't know if you've listened to this episode, Oli, but we talked about a, a doctor who dug up his deceased tuberculosis patient that he was in love with and like preserved her body and replaced her and sort of kept her quote unquote fresh. Yeah, I mean, this is called, uh, this is a manifestation of mental illness. Absolutely. But so for Lenin, they essentially did the same thing, but on like a social scale, and then it's called culture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) this whole Lenin thing has always struck me as really, really weird. (laughs) I mean, I never approved of this. Ever since I heard about it first, I thought that this was, you know. There's like a team of scientists. I mean, the first thing is just, it's just gross, right? It's a corpse. Yeah, it's, it's untoward. It's... It's also, yeah. I mean, isn't it just disrespectful? I mean, if you were Lenin, you would find this a little bit but uncomfortable, maybe. Would you care. want to be preserved like Lenin? No, but and like put if in you a glass cage and then he, you he's, know? he's dead, he doesn't care. No, but th- imagine him sort of as he was, like you now. Think in the future. Would you want your body to be in a uh, in a museum encased in glass and be like, look at this specimen of a Duchenne I I think, would, patient? I wouldn't care at the time. No, but currently, do you find yeah, it to be a nice thought? Now? No, no, it doesn't sound nice. But no, exactly. But, but like I a think team... I would say yes, though. Would you say no? You I want don't to be... want this. Have we talked about somebody the... offered this to you? Have we talked about the concept no. of uh, the three deaths or something? Yeah, I think we did. We've talked about this. Okay. Well, anyway, it's, an it's like a thought, though. The death, the one death is when you die, and the other death is when. Ah, uh, yeah. What's the third? One? I think the third one is when, like, someone says your name for the last time, or like yeah, when someone like, remembers something to do. Yeah. Did we spoke of this in this episode that that Oli was in? Yeah, isn't it? I think we did. Yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. So I guess, like, if 
let's envision a world where there's a non-zero chance that uh, heaven is like this sort of waiting room thing where you get to chill and hang out with people until your final death where someone mentions you for the last time. He like he's hedging his bets on that one in quite a good way. He's doing pretty good. But I don't think he needed to be preserved in formaldehyde to do pretty good. He'd still be doing pretty good. I mean, I don't think about his body at all when I think about Lenin. That's not the first thing I no. picture is his sort of non But it is it is hedging his bets, right? He's like he's not just betting on the fact that he was like a world leader who changed the course of history. He's definitely double dipping. Yeah, he's double he's right. also like, "Oh, I'm also that body that's being preserved He's by one of the more successful corpses. <laughs> I, he probably yeah. is he the most successful corpse? No, no. like there's and, mummies that are yes. exceptionally successful. And that Iceman or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Iceman was a yeah. He set the bar very high. Yeah, he yeah. is wildly successful. He also he yeah. had the benefit of coming into the game very early. He had first exactly. mover advantage. <laughs> first, yeah, the first mover's advantage. And then <laughs> that mammoth that they're gonna that they what's with the cloning of the mammoth? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. how's that going? Because I heard about that fifteen years ago. Did they? Yeah. Cloning of the Mammoth sounds like a good name for something. Yeah. Like a prog rock album or something. <laughs> Cloning of the Mammoth. <laughs> Revival of the Woolly Mammoth. Artificial insemination. Mm. Mm. They're going to artificially inseminate an elephant egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That's the only animal that could work. Wait, what? Was it actually born? No, this is a model of the calf. It looks like oh, okay. a half spider, half looks woolly like mammoth. A, it looks like an octopus, okay? Yeah. Did you send it? No, we just Googled. Uh, uh, but I mean, what's the what's the latest on the woolly mammoth project? On, on the cloning of the woolly mammoth? It hasn't been done by the looks of things. Yeah, that's, but I, that's, that's what sucks about this whole project. That's just never <laughs> going to happen, right? Because I really wanted to be cloned. And, just, and then I wanted to clone a T-Rex. Yeah, and you want to go full Jurassic Park or something. Yeah. There was the uh, the first lady... I don't think lady... Jurassic Park would necessarily fail like it does in the movies. I think it would be completely fine. Yeah. You would... just shoot all the dinosaurs if there's any problem. Yeah, and just make or, sure there won't be a problem. just have like a missile directed to it. But weren't all their problems very easily avoidable? It was like the gate didn't close and the, the dinosaur was hiding. Yeah. yeah like that would happen. Just have an infrared like camera that. and yeah, just yeah. don't be an idiot. I mean, it's super simple. I think we could operate a park like this. Or GPS, put a GPS. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Like, the, before you do anything, put a GPS in them. It's, it's it's not that hard. It's basically a theme park. It's a zoo. And they mm-hmm. fucked it up twice. They fucked it up originally, and then they rebooted it with Jurassic World, and they made all the exact same mistakes. And they were like, oh, this failed yeah. back in the day, but now it won't. And then they did the exact same shit. <laughs> ah, but they played God. That's what yeah. they did. They did play God. Yeah, it was hubris. The first lady of, of Iceland, she the wanted her dog cloned. What? The former first lady of Iceland. The former, former, sorry. Dorit Musayev. Yes. She uh, had her dog, well, she wanted her dog cloned. It was cloned. Was it cloned? Yeah, yeah it, it was. was. And mm-hmm. she currently has a clone dog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that good, bad, or neutral? I don't really care, but I it did yeah. give me a really good business idea: is to start cloning famous dogs and selling to people, or Yo, cloning ooh, famous people who wants Lassie? and selling like everybody to dogs? wants a Lassie, <laughs> or that shepherd in the K nine movies, Rex the police dog, the German police dog. Yeah, I think that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, uh, that Air sounds Bud. like a lot of money. Or famous cats. I mean, name a famous cat. The Doctor Evil cat. I honestly don't know if I can name any famous cat, cats. Cat, cat with a hat? Yeah, uh, I can just Garfield? name cartoon cats. Yeah, the Garfield. Aristocats. All of the Aristocats. The Lion King cast. <laughs> Simba and his father. And his uncle. And his, his evil uncle. <laughs> yeah, his inappropriate uncle. Deeply be, uh, inappropriate. <laughs> malicious intent. Sell their clones. 
What about cloning yeah, people? That is idea. that like legally speaking? I'm assuming it's that gray area. Like, let's say I got Brad Pitt's DNA somehow, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I'm gonna make myself a Brad Pitt. I don't care. Yeah, I want to be his father. Like, what wanna, can what, what can Brad, like Pitt, Brad Pitt's father? What can he do about that personally? What can Brad do like, can to he, me? Like, copyright his own genome or something? I don't mean? know. This brings me to another idea that I had, and okay. that is exotic meats. Right. You, I think I've told you. I've told you about this idea. So, um. Let's assume that we can grow meat in a lab very easily. And mm-hmm. that's now the main thing is that we all just grow slabs of beef in labs and that's what we eat. We no longer farm animals. Mm-hmm. What if we start growing human meat right. from famous people? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I that this is an idea that I very much like. So like, you want to eat Brad Pitt. I want to eat, but like, <laughs> cruelty-free. Cruelty, yeah, 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 exactly. I don't have to kill Brad Pitt. And everybody can have a piece of him. Yeah. <laughs> there would be so little market for this. No, you no, could, you could start not, a burger restaurant. Wrong. They already have burger restaurants, basically, where, like, as a cute little thing, all the burgers are named after celebrities, like the Sylvester Stallone or whatever. Exa- except but they're this literally time, made with their meat. Yeah, this time it would literally be them. <laughs> Like and the then there would be like uh, there would be like uh, people that would go around and like rank and be like this is the best celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would be the best celebrity? It wouldn't be uh, someone who's too jacked. I don't think it can't. It can't be somebody who's moderately, but they also have to be well marbled. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So like uh, a Jonah Hill. <laughs> a Jonah Hill would probably be pretty delicious. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, but he's old, yeah, but man. He's old. He's yeah, old. But, but his meat is going to be super young. Oh, in his prime? Jack Nicholson in his prime? Yeah, but you just need his genome. And yeah, the yeah. meat can be... I mean, you oh, can yeah. have aged Jack Nicholson. That's true, yeah. You can have young Jack, old Jack. Oh, you can have... T- talking of Jack, you can have uh, Leo DiCaprio as Jack in Titanic. Like that age. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're bringing the whole time dimension into this. Oh, this is beautiful. This is one of the best ideas anyone's ever had, I think. Celebrity meets... <laughs> Uh, celebrity meets this is yeah honestly I mean, who's your top who's your top celebrity you want to eat i mean we've forgotten about the women <laughs> I, I, I was gonna this, this bigger my, market. so this was my next question is do you think women would be better in general than men because uh, i would expect women to be better marbled whereas in like the animal kingdom we typically eat uh the men we, we eat, eat bulls we eat yeah, but you actually make bulls. them you actually castrate them Mm. The, the males. Uh. Have you? Do you guys know how you castrate animals? A lot of the time, there's a couple different methods, but uh, a tried and true one is with you get these like rings. Uh, these rings are sold for humans, but for pleasure, so they're less tight. And mm. you put them for they don't really cause any occlusions. Mm. Mm. For smaller animals, they're made out of rubber, but for bulls, they're made out of like metal. And you put them mm. around the testicles until they literally die and drop off. Oh. Mm. And the other method is using your teeth, right? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. <laughs> or you literally just... Just eat them. <laughs> you just rip them off with your face. Yeah, yeah. spitters are quitters in that game. Indeed. <laughs> uh, humans taste like pork, apparently. Is that good, bad, or neutral? It's fine. Pork is fine. I would mm-hmm. prefer to taste like beef. I think it's manlier. Beef it's kick. cooler. Yeah. It's yeah. more hardcore. Beef. Yeah. Beef. I think it's... I would much rather taste like beef. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm fine with tasting like pork. I like, don't want to taste like chicken. I think that's weird. Yeah, that's too that's too white. 
But, but that is that meat is too white. Yeah. If you would only eat humans, you would be in a. It's a good diet. Is it? It's a. It's a low calorie meat. So people are. We're at the top of the food chain, which is typically so predators typically aren't eaten because we have parasites uh, and stuff like that. Right? Yeah, but we also have like bad uh, color or nutrient content. Because mm-hmm. it all gets filtered out. Like the best is grass, mm-hmm. but we don't eat that. And then the second best is eating stuff that eats the grass. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it all just gets like filtered. All the good shit kind of gets I used thought, up. I thought this. Mm-hmm. I thought this point of view of yours that the best is grass was contested. I mean, I don't. Just the best it, is the sun. Nonchalantly putting it out there as fact. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Not necessarily fact. No, it, it's not. It depends on what you want, really. The best is sunlight. The best is to be an auto. If you could just, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> Okay, so not that not necessarily from the point of view of a human always. No, no, no. So it's definitely best to yeah biosynthesize yeah. energy for yourself. I'm so saying the best is like on a on a universal scale. It's better to be closest to the source. Is mm. it photogenesis? That's the word, right? Photosynthesis. Yeah. Photosynthesis. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's best. I would love to be just be a blade of grass. <laughs> That would be awesome. That's what the movie Blade is about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Blade. Yeah. A man who becomes a blade of grass. A man who always was a blade of grass. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So according to uh, the Supreme Court, then genes cannot be patented in the US because DNA is a product of mm. nature. So okay, I think so this we have is the a, green this is light. A market. This is an open market. We can start mm. selling Brad Pitt. But uh, yeah, so... That's just to get your foot in the door. Then you're going to start selling... You know, sort of the perfect meat. Yeah, is like the, the perfectly perfect marbled? Meat? It's like a mix between beef and pork. It's perfectly marbled. Has yeah. just the right amount of sodium content. The, so the problem that I have with your celebrity uh, thing, mm-hmm. which is the problem that I have with humanity, okay, is that people are going to lose sight of what's important. They're not going to want to eat the best meat. They're going to want to eat the sexiest person. Yeah, yeah, and that's at true. that yeah. point, I mean, you've crossed wires. That's also fine. No, but you've. Or there, would you've, people eat the one they hate? No, because it's too like because you're not killing. There's no like, cruelty free. This this topic is hate so is not as powerful as love, Guillaume. <laughs> it's really disgusting topic. No, 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 no. It's a great topic. What do you mean? It's, it's cruelty just a free. Of meat. It's vegan. Uh, yeah. Technically, it's vegan. People, do you think many people would want to eat the celebrity if it wasn't cannibalism? Yes. Otherwise, they would just eat the person. I don't think this is cannibalism. No, it's that's the thing. Like. Uh, this does but not the, it's cam- the idea of it. It's an idea of cannibalism. Do you think? Do you think uh, if Angelina Jolie sold into supermarkets, not some weird like online thing you have to order, but in the supermarket you could buy her breast milk? Do you think people would buy it? Her in her prime. I do not think. I don't. Breast milk? I don't think like majority of people mm-hmm. would. I think there would be few. No, but that's why you're trying to get the. You know, you're trying to get them with the whole celebrity thing. Yeah. That's how you get them, you know, that's how you get them on board. Like, this is Brad Pitt's steak. I mean, I, I know you want this. Uh, but if there's... You're not going to say it's just it's a human meat steak. No. It's even Brad if Pitt's it's, steak. It's sexy. Even if there's few people that enjoy this, do you know what you call many few people? Ah, yes. Just many people. So a as long group? as you get a lot of few people, then... Uh, What's a group of people called? Don't even... I hate this. You love this topic. I hate, we talked about it last time, I think. I hate this topic. Then this is on par with something that we talked about earlier, and I tried to not bring this up specifically, because we were talking about, yeah, the the shoveling dirt on top of a mountain. I feel like doing, calling, like, a group of cheetahs is called a spot, or something. Yeah, but what like, is you've a group lost of people? Sight. 
What is a group of people? A throng. Is that true? Mm-hmm. No, it's ju- it's a crowd. Yeah, it's a crowd. Probably a crowd. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> but That's yeah, English, you've uh, lost sight of linguistics if you're starting to make up names like this. Oh, a group of a group of beer cans is called a a fucking. But it weaves a rich AA tapestry. meeting or something. It doesn't, doesn't weave a rich tapestry. It weaves a, a fabricated tapestry. Speaking of fabricated tapestries, uh, we have a voicemail. Should we mm. check it out? Ah, from whom? Mm. I don't. I don't know. We just got it. Should we? Should we listen to it? Yeah. Mm. All right. What's up, folks? How's it going? Uh, thought I'd give a quick little voicemail since I'm afraid I can't be there. Three things. First one, guys get into a lot of shit for missing the toilet when they're peeing. But I let Mel steer my penis as I peed the other day. And she frankly did an awful job of it. And pee went on the seat and on the floor. Two, uh, on average, people put on about one kilo of weight in a year. Uh, every year. And I put myself in that category. I think over the years, I've probably put on about a kilo a year. So being fat's kind of sneaking up on me. Um, and so I'm going to set myself a challenge. Currently 82 kilos. And I need to lose half a kilo a week until I hit 74 kilos. And so to make sure I stick to that, if I don't succeed, then I need to give 200 pounds to Ragnar and 200 pounds to Gucci. And you're probably short of a skill of the week. So if you go into Google, even though DuckDuckGo is better, and type in do a barrel roll, then your whole screen will flip around. So just go and type in do a barrel roll, and then it'll all go crazy. Uh, Yeah, hope you're not having too much fun without me. Goodbye, folks. Damn, I didn't realize we never is, called Monroe. Is Monroe not here? No, shit. Where is he? We forgot him. Uh, he was on the phone, clearly. He must be busy. <laughs> I want to address his second point, though. You don't want to address his insane first point? Okay, let's address his first point, then. Since I knew that's the one you would be going for. This thing is wrong. Sorry. That barred thing is wrong. No, it's right. I just did it. I, I did, did it. it isn't happening. Maybe you're yeah, on. No, uh, no, no, I did. No, it happened. No, it happened. Isn't it cool? Don't you like it? It's did you fun. forget to press enter? Did you like it? it? It's amazing. Was your computer plugged in? <laughs> I honestly, I respect so hard the fact that he let his girlfriend steer him while he was peeing, and they're both just cool with that. <laughs> they have a very close relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. This is next level. I can imagine she would do a terrible job, though, because like, this is a new thing. Yeah, I mean, and the amount of force is can be unexpected. There's recoil but, involved, but also there's a little she, bit of recoil. Yeah. Also, she wouldn't be in the center. She would either be on the side. She can she can do the old reach around. If she is yeah, doing the, the reach around, then she to doesn't look see. Over his shoulder? Then she doesn't see. That's true. She has to be significantly have... taller than him to do a proper <laughs> reach around. What if she? Has, <laughs> what if she has an elaborate system of mirrors? <laughs> or a VR headset. He has like it's a GoPro hard. on him. I mean, let's assume she gave it the old college try and they actually tried to do a good job of it. Mm. But I mean, the point is that sometimes you urinate a little bit on the floor and it just happens. Yeah. I mean, your urine is a sterile solution. What's Absolutely. the problem? You yeah, just exactly. wipe it up yeah, and move just, on with your life. Just lick it clean and go to bed. Exactly. <laughs> uh, fine. Second point. A kilo. A year. So a kilo a year. He's basing this on uh, on averages, basically. If you yeah, plot okay. people's the, weight my point, by Rob, age, is, is that this is not surprising. Por qué? Because people tend to be born around three kilos. They yeah. usually die at around eighty kilos at around eighty years old. Okay, so you're just if you take two data points, then it plots perfectly. It's a perfect straight mm-hmm. line. But as, the point is that if you, uh, th- that's not the point. The point is if you plot people from 18 to like 70 
<laughs> then on average, the population gains their that, one kilo said. heavier. What? Is that what he said? No, but that's the truth. I remember we were looking at this data at work. So this is basically the point that you you get fatter with age, mm. and it's just because you're more sedentary. So we did in our masters, we were looking sedentary. at old sedentary, sedentary. That's UK versus British. You fuck. They say sedentary. Yes, they do. In Britain. Yes. Uh, so the you've thrown me off my proverbial game. We were looking at very active old people, and they basically had the same. Their muscles, if you looked at them with like an MRI, the fat deposits, etc., basically looked the same as sedentary forty-year-olds. Mm. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. basically so, just because you don't do shit, because you sit, you go to work, sit in an office, and then you come home and you drink four beers because your son's crying, and then you go to bed, and he just won't stop. No, <laughs> you tried to no shake him. How many beers you drink? You tried to shake him, and. Like you don't want to shake him too But hard. You cannot. Cause... You're not allowed. No, you're not allowed. You. F- no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I like the. I want him to fail because I'll get two hundred of the queen's finest pounds for. Who do you want to fail? Moran or my son? Monroe. No, not <laughs> <laughs> Monroe. He's gonna give. He has to give up four hundred pounds if he. I will. So he wants to lose I, how I, much? Was I, it half a kilo a week? Yeah, that's doable. That's, Intermittent that fasting is, is very doable. Intermittent fasting is what I did for a while, and I was losing at least that. Mm. Or you could do what your brother Hjalti did and just go to hospital for like a month. It just get ulcerative colitis. <laughs> yeah, and go to hospital uh, and lose like thirty kilos. <laughs> Flare-ups, and where you don't uh, absorb any nutrition for uh, like a month, and then you lose ten kilos in a month. It's like how the the point of getting drunk or high is to always be as far gone as you humanly Almost can be dead. without dying. Uh, yeah. You want to like you want to flirt with death, but not come close enough to actually die. Do that, but the opposite way with losing weight, like almost die. Be malnourished. <laughs> yeah. Half a half a kilo a week is is um, doable. Is doable, but it's not super easy either. Half a kilo of fat is how many calories? Three thousand five hundred calories. I'm gonna guess. Uh, I so so healthy weight loss is about one to two pounds per week. So it's about half a kilo a week is like maximum recommended healthy weight loss. Yeah. So what's uh, one? Kilo of fat calories. A kilo of fat is seven thousand seven hundred calories. So it's dense. So it's just the shy of four thousand calories that you would have to. I mean, that's the whole point, right? But basically, to... just don't eat anything for one day a week. I think that's about right. Maybe a day and a half. If you're eating, yeah, mm. if you're eating two, two to four thousand calories a day, depending on what your uh, sort of lifestyle is, I think right? We always end up. I, I'm like me. I think I end up eating. Between three and four thousand calories a day, if yeah. I if you're active. live my life normally. Yeah. So just if that's yeah, how stuff you stuff is a lot more calorie dense than we realize. I think. Yeah, it is. But if this is the life you live, then just yeah, either intermittent fasting or do the thing where you just don't eat for a day a week or two days a week. I used to do that. I used to every week. I did this for about half a year. Every week, I would not eat from Sunday evening till Tuesday evening. So I fasted for forty eight hours, mm-hmm. and I lost a lot of weight. I mean, yeah, very sure. fast. Yeah, and I felt fine. Yeah, you do feel fine. When I was doing this intermittent fasting, I was eating for eight hours a day, and it's the not eating eight hours a day. What? You're just eating for eight hours. No, a day. I wasn't even like some people do <laughs> that, but I was not eating for sixteen hours a day, and I didn't really care during those sixteen hours. The main thing was like in the evenings when I like wanted uh, something like a beer in the evening, or like one cinnamon roll, or like some you know you want like something to round off your evening. In yeah, a nice way. Yeah. That was the main problem. Yep. 
you get snackish. Yeah. But you don't have any snacks. Yeah. So you feel horrible. But I'm fine with not eating until like 3 p.m. I have no problem. I, yeah, yeah. I've been doing this battle roll since he told me. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool, right? It's so fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Do you know what it's based on? No, what, what do you mean? Do you know where the term barrel roll comes from? Do a barrel from? roll specifically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who would you say that to? I know what a barrel roll is. Yeah, what is it? It's like, isn't it when you're like rolling down a hill or something? I don't know. It comes in, from... In a barrel? No. Yeah. That, I guess that's technically a barrel roll. Yeah, I but guess. But that's not what the term... The term it, comes from uh, Star Fox, the original uh, games where you're little like, there was a, a helper, Skippy, he was like a frog... And he would be like, "Do a barrel roll mm. to it like was used evade in shit." That game, but I think it's uh, but that's it's where just the an aviation term. Yeah, 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 yeah but this is where the, the but this is where the 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 meme comes from, the meme yeah. of do a barrel roll. Meme, yes. So if you wanna meme. if you wanna look up on your meme history, look up your know uh, your meme. Know your meme. com is a good website. It's a good website. Yeah, see it. it yeah, it comes from the Star Fox game. From Star yeah. Fox. Fair enough. That's, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But the term is a lot older. Well, yeah, because the combat, combat technique emerged in 1913 during World War I. Indeed. KnowYourMeme.com is a, this is just, a treasure trove, this if you will. This truly preserves culture <laughs> in a way that Lenin's preserved corpse does not. Absolutely. Jesus Christ. I mean, on that note, on Lenin's preserved corpse, uh, because we've already had a skill of the week, and that's doing a barrel roll. Uh-huh. Uh, and I feel like we've learned a lot today. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, also, skill of the week, yeah, is the fact that Brad Pitt's DNA is not copyrighted or patented, so you okay. can use it. Genomes are not copyrightable, so <laughs> you can produce anything you, you want. Can, you can take genomes and produce various meats if you want. <laughs> you can grow meats. Yeah, cruelty free. Uh, vegan, truly vegan. Absolutely. What if you had a restaurant where you served only ve- like known vegan celebrities because you were serving their meat and that meat was itself vegan? Yeah. No, but no, you, you, no, you're taking this a little bit too far. Let's just, uh, let's just end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guillaume, do you have any parting words? Yes. Uh, sometimes you will never know the value of for the moment until it becomes a memory. That actually hits a little bit too hard. Yeah. And I'm going to be sad for the rest of the day now. <laughs> That's what but, she said. But then just be kind. Be kind. Oh, I will be kind. Uh, Ole, do you have any parting words? No. Because last time you, you urged us to have children. Yeah, I've changed my mind about that. You disagree with your past <laughs> yeah. self. No, I mean, I think the, the more important message is that be ready. Mm, be prepared. Mm. Be not necessarily prepared, but be ready. Okay. Is Don't this fuck not this what up. the scouts the scout say? Yeah, but that's be prepared. That's different. That's like act mm. to actively plan for this and be prepared for it. Whereas you're just saying like, recognize the fact that one day you're going to have to shit mix this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is, uh, understand that this may be a big undertaking. Did we discuss this last time? Like the, the weight on your shoulders is a big one because like... <clears throat> Shitty parenting leads to all sorts of things. Like, no serial killer had good parents. Uh, aren't all parents shitty parents? I mean, well, yeah, but there's a. Doing. I mean, I, I've said this on record. I think my parents are good parents. Whereas, like, if my parents had been bad parents, I can see things evolving slightly differently. So, you, like, you hold in the palm of your hand a ball of opportunity. Mm. 
a sticky, disgusting ball of opportunity that can either become a darts world champion or a Slash. body preserving yeah. serial killer. And that's all up to you. It's all up to me. And wow. how much love you give or don't give. Don't give too much, but absolutely don't give too little. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that note, send us shit at uh, callingmonroe.gmail.com, Instagram at callingmonroe, uh, and just, just keep on trucking. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. If you're feeling low, in need of a bro, there's one thing that makes your heart start to glow. Calling Monroe, calling Monroe, calling Monroe, calling Monroe. I'm calling Monroe.